all right hey guys you already know what time it is it's thursday and we're back with the crazy and the weird with noadia so today's topic i'm trying not to sound cheery but i'm in a good mood so i'm sorry but today's topic is a little bit of a downer and i have to issue a trigger warning some of the stuff i will be talking about is very sensitive and like i said triggering so if at any time you feel uncomfortable please feel free to click out take a break and if you feel like this is something you need to hear please come back and listen to the rest of the episode but you know if this is something that is triggering to you please leave and take a break so we'll get right into it okay so guys today's episode is about sexual assault And I was a little hesitant to talk about this topic only because it is very triggering because it's happened to so many of us, but I do feel like it needs to be talked about. Um, There are some things that I need to say that needs to be heard and, you know, I want to share my story and hopefully help someone else who's going through the same thing. So I am a victim of sexual assault. Um, I was assaulted twice. Um, I think I might have mentioned... The recent assault in one of the episodes but in case I didn't I'm just gonna go over it again but um the first assault was I was like 13 14 it was my freshman year um it was by a family member um like a third cousin or whatever um we were at a family reunion and um so funny thing is I knew this cousin through my first cousin and because me and my first cousin lived together and so my first cousin and my third cousin went to school together they were in the same friend group so like I had already known about this cousin but I didn't officially meet the cousin until we went to this family reunion and um so I was just playing around you know getting to like know my cousin or whatever and um he was like what was he he was very touchy-feely and I like it's taken me so long to realize like this was not okay you know what I'm saying but like at the time I was kind of like oh you know whatever just playing games whatever like I will say I had a little moment of incest (laughs) just because like I had thought he was cute before I had found out we were cousins so like I kind of still had like a schoolgirl crush on him so when the assault happened I was kind of like oh, you know, that just means, like, he likes me or whatever. Um, but basically, he, like, I followed him into the bathroom, and I was being, like, super passive-aggressive, and he, like, basically pushed me against the wall and, like, went into my bra and, like, was playing with my boobs. I'm not gonna... It's so cringe, like, talking about it now, but yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, so that was my freshman year, and I was, like, 13 or 14, and it happened at a family reunion, and... Um, it's taken me like literally 18 years to like finally come to terms with that was an assault like that wasn't something that was okay and it um it did affect me a lot later on without me really knowing it so basically recently I had called up that cousin because like we would always talk like on and off or whatever he was like an in and out of season person so last year I called him up and I was like hey like we need to talk like there's something that I need to get off my chest and I think it's important that we you know talk about what I have to say and basically I like re like I reminded him of the situation and he was basically like oh I didn't even 
like see it that way like are you trying to say I raped you and I was like I didn't say that I'm just saying like what you did was inappropriate it wasn't like it was okay you know what I'm saying like we're family like even if we were dating if I didn't give you my consent like you know that's not okay so like we talked it out I cried or whatever and I I was like you know it's like part of the reason why I was so like attracted to guys that were good for me because I'm thinking oh if they're acting this in this kind of way that must mean they like me you know like I was dealing with all that trauma without realizing that I was dealing with trouble because mind you I have my own mommy and daddy issues so I'm thinking you know it's mostly my daddy issues but it never occurred to me that it was all the issues I have plus the trauma of the assault because my prepudescent mind couldn't process that somebody could do this to me you know so I basically like forgave the person who assaulted me and like we kind of like just moved on and he was like I just kind of like want to move on and I was like okay cool because like it was so many years ago and like I am I'm not over it but like it doesn't affect me day to day like it used to but I definitely have to start going to therapy again and figuring out these assaults because when I at the time when I was going to therapy I didn't realize that this was a situation that I had to bring up with my therapist so like now I know and now I will bring it up with my therapist you know and try to figure out um ways to heal which I feel like I've already taken because I've talking to the the person who assaulted me I've forgiven that person and I'm like moving on you know um so basically that happened so like my second assault was um over last year's summer and it was with a person of authority it was like a cop and um basically what happened was like I met him off of like tinder or whatever and like he asked to come over I was like okay and I told him like I don't want to do anything I just want to talk and chill because it was like late at night like you know what I'm saying like I wasn't into the whole like one night stand thing yet so like I was like yeah I'm not like down to do whatever I set my boundaries and I told him I wasn't gonna do anything I just want to talk and chill so he gets here I like walk outside to go to his car we're like sitting and talking and then he's like trying to get underneath my shirt and I'm like what are you doing he's like come on like don't be like that and I was like no like I was nervously laughing and I like moved his hand and like when I got in the car I could tell like he was inebriated because he was telling me he was coming back from like a strip club or something and like I could tell he was like drunk like not drunk but like tipsy like definitely he was gone like you know um so what ended up happening was he like grabbed my arm and like was pushing me towards him and like he basically pulled out his dick and um like was trying to force me to give go down on him and you know for a few like seconds I was resisting him and then in the back of my mind I'm thinking okay just do it and get it over with you know what I'm saying so you won't like find yourself in a situation because mind you this person was a, a cop and you know during the summer it was like fuck 12 and everything like that so like I wasn't trying to like get into like a whole situation so I was like you know what I'm just gonna appease him and then maybe he'll like be happy and I can be done So I went down on him and I was just so like disgusted like I couldn't even like do a decent job like you know I probably should have bit his dick off or something I'm not I probably should have bit him 
or I don't know something to get out of the situation but I I don't know I was like so like paralyzed I didn't know what to think and I would like stop every few seconds and he would like push my head back down and on one of these times that I had stopped and he pushed my head back down, he pushed my head back down so far that he triggered my, my like, um, what, what is it called? My gag reflex. And I actually threw up. Like, I, I held it and then, like, I opened the car door and threw up. I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. So I, like, grabbed all my stuff and, like, slammed his car door and ran inside my house. And he was, like, calling after me. And then, like, I waited by the 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 door the front door to hear his car go off and like he finally left and I was like oh my god I like blocked him and reported him on tinder and everything because like that was like why the fuck would you do that I just told you I didn't want to do anything and now here you are forcing me to do something I don't even want to do like I don't even know you like you know and um the reason why I bring this up is because this is probably one of the situations that if a guy was listening to this, they would be like, so why did you even invite him over? Like, you don't even know him. Like, that's kind of your fault that you got yourself into this situation. Anytime somebody gets into a sexual assault situation or a rape situation, it is never the victim's fault. The person who committed the crime or the violence knows good and well that what they're doing is not okay. Hence why they keep it under wraps. So I just want everyone to just remember not to victim blame and don't be like, oh, you were so silly to do this and this and that. Whatever. We all make our mistakes, but that doesn't mean that we should face those kind of consequences consequences for that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I do remember vaguely mentioning that um, I was triggered by my ex after this situation. So I'll tell you guys what like happened during that so obviously I was assaulted over the summer and I told you guys I reconnected with my ex like recently or whatever and one of the times that we were together we were like at one of these like one of the most popular malls in Florida and we're both like freaks whatever okay but this is I'm a different kind of freak than how I used to be with him because you know I had been assaulted and I just solved the stuff with my first assaulter so you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm different um, we're in the parking lot and he basically like is pulling my arm and you guys see like you're gonna start seeing the similarities. So like he's pulling my arm, my exes, and he's like, Oh come on, give me head, like it'll just be like real quick and I'm looking at him like there are people coming in and out of these cars, like no, I don't wanna do anything right now, like I'll give it you head later and he was kept and since insisting that he get it now and like pulling me and like pushing my head down it was when he started pushing my head down that I actually was like trigger moment you know I just got put back into that car with the cop and I was like oh my god this is gonna happen all over again and I just pull all the way back and I look at my ex and I'm like stop doing that like I'm being serious right now and I was like I don't want to give you head right now so then he's like slightly upset he was like fine whatever gets out the car and we were gonna go inside and I just found myself paralyzed um I sat in my car I was in the passenger seat he was driving my car so I was sitting in the passenger seat and I just could not get up I just started crying and I was shaking you know I kind of tried to ground myself and remind myself like I'm okay like he's not my assaulter like nothing bad's gonna happen I'm fine and I couldn't even bring myself back so I cried for like a good five minutes and um the whole reason like 
So I got, I ended up getting out of the car and I saw like my ex, he had food because we just went to like one of the restaurants before he was just eating and like acting like he didn't just like put me in a triggering situation. And then I like got back in the car because I was so fucking upset and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Like, I'm not like, why is he just sitting there so casually like as if nothing happened? So then I get out the car again. I start walking towards the mall without him and I sit outside because he's like, do you want to sit outside I was like yes because I wasn't like ready to go inside yet and like I'm I was texting my cousin um because she's she was also a victim of sexual assault and I was like what should I do like to ground myself because I was like still a little bit shaking and I was I kind of felt like I was like out of place or whatever and like angry and she told me some things and then like I was trying to do those techniques and um yeah so I sat down at the table outside and I'm looking at my ex and I'm like you are not the person I fell in love with. Like, what is this? Like, so basically I was pissed because like, while you didn't know my triggers, but okay. So when we reconnected, I told him that I had been sexually assaulted, right? But for this situation that happened afterwards, he was saying that I didn't tell him my triggers, but my whole thing was, why do I have to tell you my triggers for you to be cautious i just told you i was sexually assaulted obviously i'm not ready to go back into detail about it so don't you know try to do anything that you think will be triggering or ask for consent as one should before doing any stuff like that like he his whole thing in the car was like oh we've like done stuff like this in a parking lot before mind you the parking lot was empty and it was a parking garage i was like i don't know who which one of your bitches you got me like mixed up with but like it's not me like i'm i have never done anything like that in a public fucking parking lot and if i did i probably felt comfortable enough to do so you know what i'm saying like this was before you know my assault situation so basically now we're in front of the mall we're sitting down at the table and I'm looking at him and I'm like I'm so disgusted like you're just acting like nothing is wrong and basically he was saying like he doesn't feel like he should have to apologize because he didn't know my trigger and I was like okay you know what I'm not even gonna argue with you because like I'm just gonna keep talking and talking and talking and you're not even gonna understand why I'm upset so fuck all of that shit and so yeah that's basically like after being assaulted like little things would trigger you you know what i'm saying so like i don't know the lack of consideration for me was really a turn off so that's part of the reason why i kind of just like had to let my ex go because like yeah no that's not cool yes you didn't know that you triggered me but the correct response would have been like i'm sorry i did not know what your triggers were but i'm sorry that i end up triggering you at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like Fuck all of that. Just apologize and move on. But some people don't take accountability. So you know what I'm saying. Um, Okay. So another thing that I want to talk about is... So like on the topic of my ex and like other men in general. um, Lately I've been seeing like, you know, how um, guys have been losing their virginity. And like for my ex, I like asked him, you know, how did you lose your virginity? And he was like, oh, I was 13. Like this 18 year old girl wanted to take my virginity. Like she's being a cougar. And he was saying it so casually. This is like, he told me this in the beginning of our relationship. And I was like... you're okay with that like you were okay with it did your were your balls even dropped like 
Are you telling me an 18-year-old girl had sex with you and that's how you lost your virginity? Like, and that was normal. And apparently this happens to a lot of guys. It's like, you're so young and you're losing it to someone so much older than you. And that some, and this is someone who can take advantage of you. Like, you're not even a consenting adult. Like, did you even consent to that situation? Like, why is that so normalized? That's basically statutory, statutory rape. Like... I think it's like a double standard like, oh, okay, girls can't lose their virginities early, but guys, you know, it's encouraged and, you know, it's even promoted, like, you know, lose your shit as soon as, uh, as soon as possible so you can, yeah, I don't know, like, you, you guys know how guys are with sex, but like, it's like a double standard, like, if a girl was to lose her virginity at 13 to an 18-year-old, you know, courts, uproar, jail, but a guy in that same situation nothing happens and everyone's patting him on the back like oh good on you like you got that you know you like it's it's encouraged it's disturbing it is to see that um kind of behavior encouraged um I didn't like that at all um (laughs) another thing I wanted to talk about is like me and my roommate were literally discussing this was that um Basically, like, it's kind of hard to find a guy these days that isn't, like, rapey. Like, who doesn't have rapey tendencies because, like, oh, while you are not a rapist, you'll do rapist things. Like, um, one thing that I need guys and girls to stop doing is if your partner or whoever you're fucking or your boyfriend or girlfriend, your wife or your husband or whoever does not want to have sex and you talk them down to the point where they're forced or reluctantly giving you sex, that is also considered rape. You need a full-hearted and an enthusiastic yes from to have the appropriate form of consent. There's no way in hell you're telling me you're comfortable with somebody you had to talk down, lower their inhibitions to get them to fuck you, and that you were okay with that. And this applies to everyone, men and girls, because y'all do it all. Both, uh, everyone, not everyone, but both genders do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit there and try to convince the person to have sex with you. No means no. We remember that, right? From school, even in college, watching all those little videos. No means no. If the person is not sober, they cannot consent. Therefore, you should not be having sex with that person. If the person is sleeping and they cannot consent, you cannot have sex with said person. If the person is not as enthusiastic as you and they do not give you consent, you cannot have sex with said person. If you are an adult, 18 and older, and you try to get with somebody 17 and younger, they cannot consent to having sex. So therefore, don't have sex with them unless you want to end up in jail. I don't care what the state laws are. It's disgusting. Go fuck with somebody your own age. Leave the teenagers alone. Okay? I can understand a 17 and an 18-year-old, right? But if you're 18 and you fucking a 13-year-old, something is seriously wrong with you. They're they're not even developed yet, okay? You're a baby. Like, you're barely out of your leading strings at that point. Like, that's ridiculous to me that people condone that kind of, like, ugh, that's foolishness, okay? Consent should be between two consenting people, 
okay? That is the only time you should have sex with somebody. Because anything other than that would be considered rape or sexual assault. And another thing I realized is like, okay, well now I'm another statistic. And like, there's so many more people just like me that, you know, have been sexually assaulted. So to find someone who is who doesn't have like rapist tendencies is kind of like oh this is hard because the 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 thing would be like oh their friend was a rapist but then they'll be like but that was a good guy like the girl you know she deserved it like she was dressing like a whore and this and this and that it's like dressing like a whore you mean she was wearing a skirt a skirt and a crop top are you telling me you cannot control yourself long enough to you know not fuck her or force yourself upon her like guys are disgusting especially in public they'll they'll touch your waist just to get by and say excuse me they'll touch your ass for a dare they will rape you if you don't if they don't get your way like it's when I, i was literally just saying that to my roommate it was like whenever i say niggas ain't shit or men ain't shit i'm always talking about those kind of actions men as a whole like you're okay but like I don't like the things that you guys do such as sexually assault people when you don't get your way or because you think it's okay or because you think it's an easier way to get to having sex with a person listen if the person is too young to give consent maybe you shouldn't be fucking them anyways if the person is too drunk to give consent wait until tomorrow if the person has to be talked down or their inhibitions have to be lowered for you to get you know some fucking pussy or dick like don't do it like that's not okay i don't know what it is with rape culture being like you know okay but it's not and if you know of people who do this and they so happen to be your friends don't be friends with them anymore like i don't know what's so hard about that like i don't get why this is even a discussion And then the whole victim blaming, oh, she deserved it, she was this, she was doing this, she was wearing this, she was saying this, she was acting this way. I don't give two flying fucks if the girl was dressed like a prostitute, she had a vibrator in her hand, and she was playing with it, she was kissing everyone at the function. If she cannot consent, don't fuck her simple as that i don't care what actions a person is doing that does not give you consent to force yourself upon them at all like literally that was like um this is a little bit of a spoiler but that was literally like one of the episodes in grand army there's a show on netflix and like the girl basically got raped by two people that were her best friends people that she loved and at the end of the day they were all blaming her because you know she was known as the tease and in that in that particular situation she was playing with a vibrator you know she was kissing the friends or whatever you do stupid shit when you're a teenager you know and they were all saying like it was her fault because she was recording she was playing with a vibrator she was kissing her friends she was showing out she was sitting on their laps like i said i do not give two flying flippity do's how a girl is acting dress or how her personality is it does not make it okay to rape anybody to sexually assault somebody to force yourself upon somebody and give them that traumatizing experience for the rest of your life do you understand how dirty someone feels after the situation how worthless somebody feels after the situation how much mental strength it takes for that person to build themselves back up again i don't think people realize that like 
sexual assault isn't cool. This isn't a thing that you need to join in on. You you just need to respect people's boundaries and let them be. I don't know why it seems to be this thing that's cool, especially with guys losing their virginities early and trying to find a guy who doesn't have rapey tendencies but is friends with a whole bunch of rapists and is defending them. Like, I did a whole presentation back in high school, I remember this, on rape and sexual assault, and we literally had to sit there and define sexual assault and rape, you know, legally, and talk about, like, all these different things. Like, the effects of assault is, you know, bad. Like, hypersexuality, depression, anxiety, not feeling like you're you're worth anything, like, repeating the same bad cycles in your freaking relationships you have triggers for the rest of your life you know what i'm saying and a lot of the girls don't speak up because here's the problem you get raped or you get sexually assaulted who are you gonna tell him you're gonna go tell the cops the cops typically don't do shit and that's the reason why a lot of people don't tell their stories but i want to say that if you've ever been sexually assaulted or raped that if you are ready and only if you are ready to go report it to somebody because you know sometimes cases do win and you do you know win that case against your rapist or the person who assaulted you you know what i'm saying don't stay quiet if you feel ready and you feel like you need some kind of closure in your life report that person you know i don't care if it was 20 years ago or something like that obviously there's something called the statute of limitations depending on what state you're living in if it was 20 plus years ago you know they may not even try the case but if it's something that happened to you recently i would suggest you know going to get a rape kit you know and going and telling somebody tell anyone you know and get some justice for yourself and if you just feel like you don't have the courage or the bravery to do that please go to therapy heal your wounds fuck fuck that you don't even have to go to therapy you know talk to someone you know like try to move on because i want all the victims to realize like you are not your situation you are not the girl that was raped you were not the girl who was taken advantage of you were not the girl that was forced down you are so much more than that and you are not the sum of one person's mistakes and actions and violence you are so much more than that and I want sexual assault to be talked about more because it does happen to a lot of us and I want rape culture to not be a thing because you know, I like I said, I don't care how you're dressed. The way you dress will not stop a rapist. You could be wearing a long skirt and the rapist will still decide to rape you. So clearly it has nothing to do with the articles of clothing you're wearing. And you could be the nicest girl versus a hoe out in public and still get raped. So clearly your personality has nothing to do with it either. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... I just want everyone to realize, like, this is not taboo, and if you know someone, you know, come out, tell your story. It's really sad that a lot of us go through the same thing, and it happens to us a lot by family members and at a young age, so I just want everyone to have a little courage, say a little mantra, um, you know, have 
a little bravery to tell your story because you never know what someone else might be going through. And while it might be heartbreaking to see how large of a support system you have, it is also uplifting because you know you're not alone. And I just want to preach that again for victims. You are not alone. You are not the only person who has ever gone through this. Trust and believe that. That is a blessing and a curse. But you do have a support system. There's someone out there for you. And, you know, you don't have to be afraid. You will love again. People, you know, you're not worthless. You're more than what happened to you. And you're going to do great. So that's all I really wanted to talk with you guys about. Um, Obviously, um, going through assault makes you hypersexual, which I think is true. I was going off of that theory, but I really do think it's like a thing. So if you notice you're, you're getting into risky sexual behavior, try to slow that down. You know, don't fuck multiple people without condoms, you know, um, don't fuck multiple men in one day, you know, like try to bring it back, ground yourself, realize who you are. And like I said, you are not your situation. Um, and I just want everyone to, you know, begin the healing process. So, unfortunately, that's all I have for today's episode, just because it's a little bit short. But I feel like I said all I need to say, to be honest. What else is there to say? You know, fuck rapist. You're not your situation. Um, it happens to a lot of us. You have a large support system. Um, it's really all I have to say. So, I hope that somebody finds some reassurance and help in this episode um if you guys ever need someone to talk to please free feel free to contact me and reach out um I don't think I've ever publicly said this but yeah I'm a victim and I'm not afraid to let people know and yeah I just want everyone to have courage and stand up for yourself so stay tuned for next week's episode and love you guys Thank you.